Calling all parents and teachers. It's time to rep Kid News and check out some partner brands and products we think you're going to love. Since it's an election year, how about a kid's book on voting? Or colorful ideas for a spring refresh of that messy homework desk. Plus, there's always fun Kid News swag. Moms, dads, guardians, and teachers, go to starglowmedia.com shop to check it all out. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to Starglow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite Starglow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News, sponsored today by Bamboo Learning. I'm Kim. Today is Wednesday, the 25th of November, and we begin with a question. Why does Thanksgiving always fall on the fourth Thursday of the month? No fewer than three presidents and Congress had a hand in when to calendar it. Historians say it's been celebrated in November since the days of George Washington, but it was Honest Abe who pushed it to the last Thursday of the month. FDR then moved it up a week to accommodate retailers who wanted a longer shopping season. But some states wouldn't budge and confusion reigned, forcing Congress to step in and in 1941 declare that it will forever and always be on the fourth Thursday of November. As controversial as the week to celebrate Thanksgiving is the day. Famed publisher F.B. Haviland even wrote to President Herbert Hoover asking him to please move the holiday to a Friday so everyone could enjoy a long weekend, a request that so far has gotten no traction. The recommended 14-day COVID quarantine time may be on the chopping block. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Centers for Disease Control may soon cut it in half to seven days, or at most 10. Recent studies reportedly show less alone time would still be effective and may make it easier for people to adhere to. The CDC also reiterated yesterday that the second week of December is still the target date for the first round of vaccines. Not everyone is sold, though. Recent studies suggest only 60% of Americans are ready to get it. To convince the other 40%, the nonprofit Ad Council is about to roll out the biggest public service campaign in history. It'll be a $50 million multimedia blitz aimed at getting the doubters to take a jab for themselves and others. Look for commercials to start in January. Move over Alexander Hamilton and the 76 male Treasury secretaries that followed. There will soon be a new sheriff in town, and her name might be Janet Yellen. She is reportedly President-elect Biden's first choice to manage the nation's economy. If confirmed, she would make history as the first woman ever in that role. She's used to making history, though. Ms. Yellen was also the first woman to head up the Federal Reserve. Wall Street clearly likes the possibility. The release of her name, combined with word that the transition process to the Biden administration is underway, shot the Dow Jones up over 30,000 yesterday, a number it's never crossed before, much less closed at. Despite pleas from health experts and coronavirus cases surging in 45 states, Americans continue to traipse across the country to see family and friends. Flight Radar 24 says it logged more planes in the air at noon yesterday than on the same day in 2018. It isn't likely, but it would be smart if those passengers all carried with them the invention of two boys from Palmer, Nebraska. 
13-year-old Brady Myers and his younger brother Max are the proud builders of a hugging wall, a cost-effective contraption that allows them to reach out and touch their grandparents. It's made of PVC pipe for the frame, a clear shower curtain for the barrier, and a few zip ties. Total cost, $10. Soon-to-be huggers put on arm-length gloves, slip their arms through slits in the curtain, and embrace the person on the other side. In the case of the Myers boys, it means they can touch their grandparents, one of whom has an underlying health condition, whenever they want, for the first time in 10 months. In other Kid News notes, one of the nation's most prestigious universities is feeling pretty optimistic about the spring. Yesterday, Princeton announced it will welcome all undergraduates back to campus in February. The news is part of an ambitious plan to create a new normal with twice-weekly testing, strict social distancing requirements, hybrid classes, a ban on parties, and only single-dorm bedrooms with no roommates. Queen Bay is the one to beat. When the Grammy nominations came down yesterday, Beyonce got nine. If she takes home four on January 31st, she'll become the female artist with the most wins. Eight, and she'll make history as the performer, man or woman, with the most. And Corn the Turkey is one lucky bird. After getting the most votes, President Trump pardoned him yesterday in the annual Thanksgiving tradition at the White House. Even though Corn got the official nod, his buddy Cobb also gets a reprieve and can retire without worry. A reminder that you can find Kid News on Alexa by saying, Alexa, play the Kid News podcast. Also there for curious kids, Bamboo Learning, which has a lot to offer beyond luminaries. Check it out by saying, Alexa, open Bamboo Books, or Alexa, open Bamboo English. Now, our Kid News Quiz. On what day does Thanksgiving always fall? The fourth Thursday of November. A soon-to-be-released media blitz is aiming at getting Americans to do what? Get vaccinated. What new milestone did the Dow Jones cross yesterday? Thirty thousand. What university is welcoming back to campus all undergraduates in February? Princeton. In one for the road, proof that thank yous come in many forms. For a retired orchestra teacher in Ogden, Utah, his was a concert from his ICU bed. Grover Wilhelmson was on a breathing tube, unable to speak, a month into his coronavirus stay when he wrote a note to his nurse, Ciara, asking for his violin. His wife got it to the hospital's front entrance, the nurse got it to Grover, and the elderly gentleman used it to bring down the house and a lot of appreciative tears. According to Ciara, for all the staff to see a patient doing this while intubated was unbelievable. You could see how much it meant to him. The video is all over the internet, and Wilhelmson is now in a long-term facility where he's expected to make a full recovery. Before we go, it's time for today's Kid News shoutouts. We're putting teachers on pause today due to the number of holiday birthdays. If you have one between today and Sunday, settle in and listen up. We're starting with Arizona with Anika in Paradise Valley. 
to California for Christopher in Woodside, Adriana in Lafayette, Naya in San Diego, Zara in Menlo Park, Allison in Carlsbad, Madden in Alameda, and Zoe in San Diego. To Canada for Rayan in Canada, Ontario, and Jacob in Brantford, Ontario. To Connecticut for Aiden in West Hartford, and Abigail in Bristol. Molly in Washington, D.C. To Florida for Levi in Riverview, Jackson in Mayaka City, and Aiden in Lithia. To Georgia for Turner in Atlanta, and Navisha in Marietta. To Illinois for Azalea and Arnold in Chicago, and Maraid in Wilmette. Elias in Bettendorf, Iowa. Malachi in Wichita, Kansas. To Kentucky for Beckham in Louisville, and Lorelai in Fort Knox. To Maryland for Andrew in Rockville, and Finette in Lanham. To Michigan for Haley in Bloomfield Hills, and Vinnie in Birmingham. Benjamin in Minneapolis, Minnesota. To Missouri for Tayden in Chillicothe, Elijah and Gabriel in St. Louis, and Darby in Liberty. To New Jersey for Everett in Belmede, Milo in Denville, and Jude in Collingswood. To Nevada for Mackenzie in Spring Creek, and Gibson in Las Vegas. To North Carolina for Gabby in Charlotte, and Winter in Carborough. Robert and Sophia in Edmond, Oklahoma. Jackson in Brentwood, Tennessee. In Texas, we have Asher, Christian, and Preston in Dallas. Opa in Georgetown. Sachin in Irving. Alina in Houston. And Landon in San Antonio. Holland in Salt Lake City, Utah. And in Virginia, we have Anna in Headwaters. Heidi in Great Falls. And last but not least, Olive in Midlothian. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful holiday, and we'll see you back here for more Kid News Monday morning.